Hello, and welcome to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a show all about marketing your wine brand in the digital age. I'm your host, Heather Danitz, a photographer and social media consultant based in Santa Barbara wine country. At the start of every good marketing strategy is a goal or goals that you are reaching towards. But how do you know if the content you're putting out is actually helping you meet those goals? Today, we're going to talk about how you can use Instagram insights and analytics to determine whether or not your content is working for you or if you're going to need to course correct. Tracking insights and analytics is your best way to understand what content your audience wants to see more of by paying attention to what they're engaging with most and what is bringing more of them in. Over time, you'll begin to notice patterns and will then be able to adjust your strategy to better serve your audience and ultimately meet the goals you are setting for yourself. I want you to stay tuned till the end of this episode to learn how you can get your hands on a tool I actually use to track Instagram insights for myself and my clients. It's awesome. Before we get started on the nitty gritty of this episode, uh, I did want to walk you through where you can actually find your insights so that you can track them a little bit more easily. You can find your insights in a few different places. For a general overview of your profile insights, you'll just click on the insights button that lives on your main part of your profile. You can also select the little sandwich button in the upper right-hand corner of your profile and then select insights from the menu. For insights of specific posts, you'll just go to the post in question and tap the blue view insights button that lives underneath the photo or video. If you're looking for insights for an IGTV video though, you'll tap the three dots at the bottom of the video and then select view insights. For stories, you just need to swipe up on the story that you want insights for. And unfortunately, as of this recording, there aren't deep insights available for reels other than the easily viewable likes, comments, and total views. Uh, So fingers crossed that Instagram will make those available soon because we need them. (laughs) Now that you know where to find your insights, let's go over what metrics are available to you. Some basics are reach, impressions, audience growth, post interactions or engagements, engagement rate, and then reach rate. Reach refers to the number of individual people who have seen your post or page. Impressions, however, refer to how many total times your post or page has been viewed. This number will always be higher than your reach because some people will come back to your post multiple times, especially if it's a really good post. Post interactions refers to how many likes, comments, saves, and shares a post has. This is also referred to as engagement. Now, there are two different types of engagement rate you can track. The first and most popular way to measure how well a post is performing is audience engagement rate. In this method, you would divide the number of interactions a post has by the number of followers you have, and then multiply that result by 100. For example, if a post you make has 100 total likes, comments, saves, and shares, and you have 1,000 followers, your follower rate is 10%. 
average audience engagement rate in the food and beverage industry is about 4%. The other way to measure engagement rate is to measure it by reach. I personally think that this is a more accurate number to track than audience engagement rate because not every person who is following you will even see your post. To measure your reach engagement rate, you would just divide that number of post interactions by the reach that post has, and then again, multiply that result by 100. Average engagement rate on reach is about 10% in the food and beverage industry. Now, reach rate is the number of people who have seen your post divided by the number of your followers. This is a good number to track to indicate how active your audience is, and it can help you determine if your audience needs a little bit of a refresh. Average reach rate in the food and beverage industry is between 30 to 40%. Some other metrics you may want to pay attention to include profile visits, website clicks, video views, and how many post impressions are coming from hashtags. And then on stories, you're going to want to pay attention to views, impressions, replies, which are how many DMs you got on a story, sticker taps, and profile visits. Now that you know what metrics you can track, let's talk about which ones you might focus on based on a few examples of goals and what you might do if your metrics indicate that you aren't meeting those goals. If your goal is to drive more online sales, then you're going to want to pay the most attention to impressions, profile visits, and link clicks. Your impressions, which again, that is the total number of times your post has been seen, can help you determine how attention-grabbing the post was, whereas profile visits and link clicks can tell you how enticing your call to action was. So if your impressions were low, then next time you might try finding a more captivating visual. If your profile visits were low, however, then you might need to make the offer and call to action a little bit more enticing. If your website clicks were low in comparison to your profile visits, then it's possible that you had the wrong link in your bio or you made it too hard for your audience to know if they're going to click on the right link. This can happen often if you have a link tree link, and so they don't know what they're getting themselves into. This is one of the reasons I recommend using a link that uh, a landing page that's on your own domain. Perhaps your goal is to increase brand awareness, though. In that case, you'll likely focus on audience growth, reach, impressions from hashtags, and shares. Rapid audience growth is one of the best ways to measure brand awareness, but if you're seeing your audience growth slow or stagnate, and yet your reach is still fairly high, then that might indicate that either the content isn't converting or it's just not getting in front of new audiences. If it's the former, then you could try making the content more valuable. If it's the latter, then you'll maybe need to re-strategize what hashtags you're using or try encouraging your current audience to share the content more. Now, if your goal is to increase engagement, then you would of course pay the most attention to engagement rate, either measuring by audience or by reach, as well as sticker interactions and replies on your Instagram stories. If you have a low engagement rate, then you're gonna wanna look into which posts have performed well for you in the past 
and then course correct from there. Or if you are seeing a drop in engagement on your stories, then you're going to want to create more engaging stories by using the question and poll stickers or by encouraging people to DM you. Paying attention to your insights over time can help you course correct quickly and easily. And like I mentioned earlier, you'll begin to notice patterns of what kind of content your audience really enjoys or what types of posts drive the most link clicks. For myself, I found that my audience really enjoys posts that feature photos of women in wine. And for one of my clients, we found that photos of their tasting room's architecture got the most post interactions and posts with the most link clicks had strong, clear calls to action. I make it a point to track my analytics monthly using a simple Google Sheet, which helps me notice these patterns over time. I've actually made this Google Sheet available to you, and you can download it by heading to craftandcluster.com forward slash 016, which I will put in the, the link in the show notes. Also, there are some amazing Instagram planning tools like Plan That, Planally, and Later that usually provide some really great analytics to sift through. I personally love Plan That, and I will put a link to that program in the show notes as well. All right, folks, that's it for today's episode of the Craft and Cluster podcast. If you found this episode super valuable, I would love it if you would rate and review it. It really helps me. Also, please screenshot, share, and tag at Craft and Cluster on Instagram so that I can see where you're listening. And finally, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Hey there, you just listened to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a production of Craft and Cluster owned exclusively by me, Heather Danitz. The opinions and statements in this show are those of me and any guests that appeared on the Craft and Cluster podcast and are for entertainment purposes only. I cannot guarantee any particular result or return on investment based on any statement from this show. But what I can guarantee is my extreme psychitude that you are still listening to this, even though the episode has ended and this is clearly a disclaimer. You are super dedicated. I like that about you. <laughs>